welcome back all you sexy listeners and for you people that are less sexy um you found your way things can get better congratulations um before we get started it's time for a quick legal declaration this podcast is for over 18s only it will have bad language and adult themes throughout if you're easily offended chances are you're gonna be really offended by this so save yourself an aneurysm and turn it off now also might seem unbelievable but we are not doctors and we are not medical professionals this podcast has been made for entertainment purposes only, so if you hurt yourself or someone else doing something that we talk about, then it's your own stupid fault. Cool. Now that's done. Let's crack on. Uh, Glenn, how was your week? Um, I, yeah. I, I don't know. You don't know how your week was? No. Was it like, I, no, I don't know. Was it good? It should have been good if I don't know. But it wasn't bad? No, it definitely wasn't bad. Average. Yeah, it's just a, it's another week, isn't it? Um, Mr. Average. I don't know what I've done this week. I must not have done anything. So, yeah. Good week. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah, same. Pretty much done yeah. very little. That's the toughest question um, you've ever asked me, I think. Really stumped me. Well done. I've had a good week because nothing has been bad, I guess. Fair play. Lockdown Fair is lockdown. But but, um, well, it was a good week when West Ham oh yes Champions League spot for what an hour nearly two nearly two hours nearly two hours top four I think we've got it living the dream yeah nosebleed area we, we are a big club though aren't we so we're fairly used to it up there yep for two hours we were the top team in London yep and well we've joined aren't we now yeah Chelsea have just got their goal difference is slightly better but it don't matter. It's not a thing. So it don't matter. That was good. Obviously, we had the West uh, the West Ham, the England win at the weekend. Yep. yep. All right. Performance. Well, better. A little bit of better performance. Squeaky bum time when they when Italy two went minutes when it <laughs> two minutes and just absolutely schooled us. But yeah, that was better. I'm still looking good on my uh, the French going all the way. They are looking very good. Well, they made a lot of mistakes against an average Irish team. I know all the plastic paddies that uh, listen to this will probably have something to boot off, but... But the French are a very young team. French are good, French are exciting, and I find Irish rugby boring. So, glad they beat them. Yeah. Fair. Simple as peas. Yeah. And for the other sport, um, we don't really care too much, I'm guessing. I didn't see any other sport. What else is on? The rest of football. I watched a little bit of the Champions League. I didn't watch any of it. I watched a tiny bit. I watched PSG. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a good That's game. all right. Like, the Champions League, we ain't got to worry about that till next year, mate. We're concentrating, <laughs> the, we're concentrating the next year when we're in it. That's a positive mental attitude. Exactly. It's very important. Till then, not bothered. Cool. Should we um, clear up these stupid polls with these morons that keep voting? Uh, we'll clear up the pineapple poll. Doing my head in. And we'll do the music one a little bit later when we do the, the yeah. next weeks. Um, so, pineapple on pizza. We gave you guys the vote. Um, yes or no, what do you think? And this was ridiculously close. We actually had more people vote on this than anything else we had. It was out of 77 people. One no, vote, 67 people one that voted. Vote. So, there's one yeah. vote. That, so, if you enjoy a pineapple pizza and you didn't vote... You're a dick. You lost it for Because now I've got to do two shots this week because I'm 2-0 down. Yeah. But was, um, that, that's a joke. Like, 
Some people are just feral, and you don't deserve pizza. I agree with you, though. It it is wrong. But from thirty-four points to thirty-three is neighbours are in. I thought that was us. No. Alright, so I'm just going to get on with this. Yeah, so two shots of the horrible um, Jägermeister and apple cider vinegar. If any of you are wondering what it tastes like, it's horrendous. But he's smashing off like a champion. Congratulations. <coughs> That's done now. And also, forgot, but the episode is sponsored by our old school friends at Smirnoff Vodka and Coke. The old VC. Many of you probably remember ordering about 30 vodka Cokes up in the Cabbage Patch nightclub. (laughs) Nice guy. Nice guy. Uh, But yeah, week, poll, drink. Let's go. Let's crack on topic topic number one. Uh, To be fair, we've done very well to avoid this topic this far. Yep. Um, It's finally been pulled. And... I'm not even going to list all the people that said about it. About five, six people mentioned it. It's basically our thoughts on lockdown and basically what we think should have happened with gyms, mm-hmm. what could happen with gyms, and yeah, I guess just lockdown in general. But I um, hold on to your socks, Jimmy, because this little bomb of knowledge might knock them clean off I don't read the newspapers and I don't watch the news I don't believe you (laughs) I know it's tough to believe right so I'm I'm not one to judge on politics I still stand by the fact that Hugh Grant is the best prime minister this country has ever seen I think there's a lot of our <laughs> listeners that will agree with you. <laughs> he, he was unbelievable in the documentary I saw him. Saw him. <laughs> I know it's Christmas time and everyone's at their best at Christmas, but I thought it was excellent. Good answer um, as well. I think what what everyone has to remember with lockdown in general is like, th- this has never been seen before. So there, there is no template that you can follow. Um, people will have their views on um, Scruffy Air, Boris. Bojo. Bojo, um, before like COVID even was a thing. So going into that, you already have, I guess, a little bit of a judgment on him. Uh, so you're either going to think that everything he does is wrong or right, which in this case, I guess at the very, very start, there was no wrong or right. It, it was just guesswork. Yeah. Do I think it could have been handled better? A hundred percent. I think massively it could have. Um, my biggest issues with lockdown and how it's affected gym and fitness are really simple. Um, this is a health pandemic at the end of the day. If you want to look at it really simply, it's a health pandemic. The healthier you are, the less chance of being a fatality to this disease, basically. Yeah, that's what... But they have shut down everything to do with health and fitness. Yeah. That's what I struggle with. Uh, they said obesity can put you as high risk, but mm-hmm. you shut gyms. Um, my my biggest worry with it, um, obviously from a gym owner's point of view, it's financial. Of course it is. I, I can sit here and act like I don't give a shit, but fuck, I, I need money. I've got bills to pay. Like I want my gym open. But 
one of the scariest factors for me was um the i think was it the rate of people picking this up at gyms is under one percent like 0.8 yeah, or something like something that i don't like know exactly that, yeah. but i know for a fact it's under one percent when they shut gyms mental health and suicides rose by 14 percent, and they're still rising and they're still rising to me that has got nothing to do with um looking at this from a business point of view or a economical point of view that to me is just humanity uh that's not having someone's best interest at heart mm-hmm. i think especially smaller studios like what i own i can easily run this on a one-on-one basis i can have a one-on like a membership online booking system to have one-on-one with just myself and members in just me and my clients in it can run i think the fact that a pure gym a i don't know anything like that these massive massive clubs it's a lot tougher for them to control their numbers because they have 5,000 members plus at each gym I don't have anything near that obviously Mm. I can control this and have this one on one you can clean as well I can clean like it's not it's not but you're happy for me to train someone at the moment and like over Christmas and in January when it's like what minus three minus four you're happy for me to train them outside but not inside. For me, you're more at risk outside. Catch a cold. Weather hasn't been great, has it? Exactly. So that's some of my worries with it. Like I can't have one person in my gym, but I could go to Sainsbury's with a hundred other people. Like it's just, for me, it's, and another big point is just, there's no real consistency across the board of it. Um, And it's just, the not knowing. Like we, we haven't been given any guidelines. I get messages all the time. People texting me, whatever, and they're asking, when are the gyms open? I promise you, I don't know. I will find out the exact same time as you. If I knew, I would tell you. We'd be the whistleblower. We'd be the whistleblower. (laughs) I'd let the cat out the bag. But we don't know. And for me, that's the not knowing. And as I said earlier, I know this has never been done before, so they can't give you a template to follow. But... Then there should be something set in place where you know what you're going to get. And also, like some of the government funding, yeah, it's there and it is available, but actually getting hold of it has been fucking tough. How long it's taken for something to come through is a bit of a joke. But um, so I personally think that they've all fitness has been like tarred with the same brush. You're trying to compare me to a, a pure gym, which is madness. It's insane. Like I can train people one on one on here, have a 10 minute gap between clients wipe everything down again and make sure there's no crossover between my clients yeah even even to go even further like we know people that train people out of their garage it's just them there is no more space for another person and yet they're not allowed to do that like it is from bare bones to the the highest level completely stopped there's no middle ground there's no it's the same they've tarred everyone with the same brush which is just a bit harsh i understand why they've done it because otherwise you get people trying to bend the rules and be like, oh, no, 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 this is what we're trying to do. Yeah, but, but you, you at the say, same yeah, time... But at the end of the day, the cake shop next door is open. Yeah. Health. So Health and fitness. Again, health pandemic. A gym's shut where you can get healthier, but a cake shop next door is allowed open. And they're always queuing outside there. Massive queues all the time. I've seen you in that queue once, Jimmy, as well. Well, you've only seen me once. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been looking very hard. I love the shop. <laughs> it's my favourite shop. Um, obviously, this is this episode will be going out the day before Boris's announcement 
on the um, 22nd of February. Um, at the moment, all we know is that schools will be trying to open on the 8th of March, we believe. After that, we can't see anything. I personally can't see anything being dated. So, for example, we'll get an idea of statistics rather than dates. So things will have to get to a certain level before um, gyms and normal shops will be allowed to open. Then things will have to go to another site before... As if when we went up in the tier level before lockdown, I don't think they're going to call it tiers anymore, but I think they're going to do the exact same, but just come down the tier system once it things get it to a certain level. twice, it ain't going to fucking work again, is it? So, nah. and they're so trying basically, you're just going to let us all out, we have to deal with it soon. Yeah. I mean, ideally, yes, we would be open as soon as possible. Yeah, but yeah, as we said, we are recording this before the announcement, so if... Um, Oh, I forgot his name again. Uh, Boris does like let us back out. Cheers, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah. If you didn't, what a wanker! You're a fucking dick. Because you and all your mates are hanging around in Parliament, drinking in your pubs in Parliament, shooting pheasants with fifty of your pals, and we know what you get up to with underage prostitutes. Makes me sick. All of you. <laughs> <laughs> but again, if you if if you do say we're allowed back to work, thank you. Yeah. And ignore what I just said. Yeah. And the uh, prostitutes are. are consensual age <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're not, they seem very smart <laughs> okay that was um, I guess informative yeah that, that was a shot so that's why you need to let me win polls because I have two shots to start and the rants are gonna I feel like if you there. started winning polls you'd go into politics you'd think I can do this I think, I think, well, I've got an idea I've got a few Bojo's wrong Alright, well let's anyway. move on to question number one, shall we? So question Who sent it in this week? Uh, it was uh, Dom Stone, so good friend from uni. The honey badger. Indeed. Um, and he had two really good questions, so we'll, we'll do what? both. People keep double questioning, have you noticed that? That happened last week, this week? Mate, it's it's just what's going on in the world. You don't watch the news, but when they do the news um, with the um, Prime Minister and his associates, there's... You've allowed one question. They always double barrel their questions. Always. So this is just the way the world's going. But they are both good, so we will answer both. All right. The first one are, what are our thoughts on intermittent fasting? Which is probably another massive thing that we haven't spoke about yet, but a lot of people have asked about. Um, I personally think it is person dependent. If you want to do it and if it works for you, fantastic. Go for it. Um if it doesn't work for you, if you find that because you're not eating until 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the day, you're starving yourself and then you, you can't control yourself after that point, don't do it. End of the day, calories in, calories out, that's what matters. But Yeah, so obviously, like, I'm guessing most people know that they don't like... Intermittent fasting is basically you're allowed to eat in a certain window. It's normally the 16-8. That's, yep. the, that's the classic. So you have 16 hours of fasting... Eight hours of eating. Um, there are a lot of health benefits related to it. Yeah. And so they say it can change the function of cells and hormones in your body. Um, it's very good for dropping insulin. Yep. So your insulin levels are supposed to be very good for dropping that and also increasing your growth hormone. Yep, going uh, So training purpose, that's pretty excellent for what yep. you're after, really. Um it's really effective for weight loss. Uh, but again, this comes back to you'll be eating less calories because you're only allowed to eat for a, 
less of time than what you normally would. Yeah, that's that's another big point as well. It also matters what you have in that time. Yeah. Like if you think, oh, even if you did like <coughs> a 20 hours to four hours, you can cram three, 4,000 calories in oh, four hours. It's, I, you're going to be shit I can get filthy in four hours. Exactly, right? yeah. So you've got you to have a plan of a good a good program with what you're going to eat during those you hours. You still have to work out what calorie intake yeah. you should be on for those hours. Exactly. Uh, what I think is good for it is, I think it's suited to people who say their snacking happens late at night. Mm-hmm. To make that, basically put that on damage limitations, you can start your window at 12, maybe even one in the afternoon. Yep. Because then, if you're still stacking at night, you still have your calories to take on. Well, I, the couple of times I've tried it, I've done it. I've done um, 10-7, which worked well for me in the training sense. But I'm normally up at four, half four in the morning. Yeah. I'm hungry when I wake up. So when I was having clients back in the day when you were allowed to have a gym open, uh, and then training myself doing like it's normally just a cardio session in the morning, but still not being able to partake anything on, and having to wait until that window to start. That's what I struggled with it, just the hunger in the morning. Um, benefit wise, I did drop body fat. Mm-hmm. I did actually enjoy the format. It's very good for people who say they're not overly organized with their food because you have that window. So you know you got to get a certain amount of food in a certain amount of time. And it's not a case of, oh, I'm just going to pop out, do this for a bit. Oh, God, I'll grab that food later. I'll sort that later. Because if you miss your window, you can't take anything else on. Yeah. For all you people as well that say, I don't like eating breakfast, it kind of works for you because you're exactly. not. Exactly. Some people can... aren't hungry in the yeah. morning. That's good. Like, it can work for them. Yeah. So I, I, for me, I think it's very effective that it gives you that control of your food can still be what you want to eat mm-hmm. as long as it fits your calories. But it gives you that structure of um, coming up with times to eat. So actually planning your diary around your food because you only have that window to eat in. You're more likely to make good decisions if you plan as Exactly. Well. And you can adjust that window however you want. So as I said, if you are a person that has a little snack in the evening and normally breaks their calories there. Start your window later because mm-hmm. you're still within it. But yeah, but as you said at the start, everyone's different. There are so many scientifically proven benefits to it, if whether it would suit your lifestyle. Yeah, if you're the kind of person that is hungry in the morning and you put it off and you get to the point where you're trying to eat at one or two o'clock in the afternoon and you're so hungry you don't care what you're having, and then you just end up binging every single day, you're going to end up negatively affecting what, you, what you're what actually striving for. Yeah. So, it's still, give a it a case go. Of, it's still a case of working out your yeah. calorie intake. That's, that's and it. And then that's it's key. just if that, if that is a format that will work for you yeah. to get those calories in. Yeah. So, yeah. I recommend everyone has a go. Give it a bash. Yeah. And like you say, you can work on that eight hours. And then if that's too much for you and you find you've got too much freedom, take it down to seven, six even. Like it's, There's no magic number to the amount of hours. So, fantastic. And question number two, let me reopen my phone so I can see it. If you could only do one exercise for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm. <laughs> um, what? Uh, that's, that's the whole question. Uh-huh. If you could only do one exercise for the rest of your life, what would it be? Barbell hip thrust. Practice makes perfect. 
I only need a one rep max. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> um, it definitely wouldn't be anything like running. That would. That's the first thing I wouldn't do. I think it'd be more about things that I wouldn't want. Because most of the time when I go to work out, I do like the feel after. But the whole time in the gym just sucks. So I'd say it's probably something like deadlifts or something with big numbers where it makes me feel good at the time. I say big numbers. Double digits. <laughs> <laughs> no take two digits, mate. <laughs> title of your sex tape <laughs> uh, but yeah for me it'd probably be deadlifts just because it's the one I enjoy doing most out of all the ones that I hate alright and yourself you can't ha- you can say hip thrust but <laughs> you, you? <laughs> but I think I think Lucy will stand up for all of us to say that you have never practiced that I do practice <laughs> this is <laughs> This is how I get over seven reps. <laughs> <laughs> reps, pumps, the same thing. Uh, but yeah, but it was a question. You can't, you can't be wrong. Ugh. I'm going to stick with that. If all you people are going to say, oh no, let's go multi, multi-functional and like Turkish get-ups, shut the fuck up. You're and lying. I've already answered that because the barbell hit for us. <laughs> that is multi-purpose. You can carry that through in all walks of life. Just going to leave it there. <laughs> okay, what's our next topic? I don't know why you being so weird about it. Um, topic? No, question? I don't know what we're doing. You did send me what we were doing, but I can't remember. Oh no, we got another question. Another question? Yeah. We are so lucky to have you guys as listeners asking all these questions. Mm. Oh yeah, here we go. So, Timmy. Tim- the yawning frog. <laughs> Go on, the yawning frog. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, if you ask then very politely, he may send you a private message about why that name is as funny as it is. Uh, for people that don't want to know, just call him a dinosaur, a T-Rex. Okay, his question. How do you find motivation in exercise after giving up regular team sports with friends? Exercise can be a very individual thing, which may lack the same enjoyment. So I think that's more for you, really, because I was always a, 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 a bit of a loner. Though, yeah, it is. It is. Like I say, most of my sports have mostly been individual sports. So I think this is yeah. more more based on you, really. Um, it's uh, it's a tough one, really. Uh, I get you. You'll never be able to replace team sport with training. Cross you just fit. can't. It, honestly, it's impossible. Like the best thing, I don't care what anyone says. The best thing about playing a team sport, like obviously for me, it's football and then all rugby. The change room before and after a game. The showers, Naked. yeah, the showers, <laughs> unbelievable scenes. But that soap on a rope, the, the, the that camaraderie you get, like you, li- you can't replace that. So there's certain things that, when it's done, you know you can't get it back. Don't get, I'm, we're really lucky. Me and all the boys, we're still really close, so we still get to see each other all the time, and we still do all have the same like banter and all. That. I hate the word banter. Someone needs to invent a new word, but. 
we still have that laugh together and everything, but you will never be able to replace that fear. And like for me, like it, I'm obsessed with winning. Like I, it's I don't think it's healthy how much I want to win. I want to win everything. Like if I saw you throw a piece of paper into the bin right now, I would have to throw two pieces of paper into the bin. Like everything to me is a competition. I love competition. I feed off competition. Yeah, that's why I've always loved team sports. Because one big driving factor for me wasn't always the sport itself. I was just so scared to let any teammate down. That's what always used to make me train as hard as I could, work as hard as I can. And every game day, no matter how I felt, give it everything. I was just so scared to let anyone down. Because it is, I know everyone goes, oh, it's a brotherhood and all this. And it sounds over the top, but unless you've like been there, like it is. That is, that's all you have. For that 80 minutes or that 90 minutes, whatever sport you're playing, <clears throat> you're so dependent on them <clears throat> to have your back. And you can't replace that in the gym. You actually can't. So <clears throat> oh, the only thing I take from team sports and is now that I train is I'm now in competition against the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm competing against the weights. I'm like... And the best thing we've taken on the gym and the weights, there's always more weight to pick up. Like, yeah. you're never going to pick up every single bit of weight. You're not. It's just, it's just a mindset. It's, um, I listened to a lot of Eric Thomas years ago, and he always spoke about your why. And I used to just think it was great motivation. I was like, it's great to listen to. And then it took a long, long time. But I, I worked out my why. And my reason, like, my alarm goes off at four in the morning. I'm not bothered. I wake up when I start my day because I know why I set that alarm. I know why I want to go and train. I know why I want to go and like eat the right food to make the next day better. Like, mm-hmm. I think you can motivate someone else as much as you want. Like, I could sit here and I could give you the best motivate, like the inches speak. Great speech. Like in Vegas, on drugs, like the best, <laughs> like, the best, the best of the best on the best, you know, but that doesn't mean you're still going to do anything. You're just going to sit there and go, fuck me, that was a great speech. Anyway. I really want to watch Any Given Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So I might do that later. <laughs> um, so motivation, I, I, I'm a big believer that you have to have your reasons why you want to do something. Otherwise, it is so easy just to step away from something. So for me, my main driving, when I was playing sport, my main driving factor, like my passion, my reason was... As I said, I was so scared to let any of those boys down. Like mm-hmm. I just didn't want I I didn't want to be the one to make a mistake. I used to not be able to sleep the night before a game. And then if I made a mistake, I couldn't sleep the night after a game. Like I had just always had this window of shit sleep. Because I was scared. And I always used to think that's not a good thing. Like you shouldn't be scared, you shouldn't be worried. But a lot of nerves, people don't like to admit they're nervous, but for me, if you're nervous, it means you fucking care about something. Like you are, yeah. you want to do it. And like, I was so lucky with every team I've ever played in. I was always surrounded by ridiculous talent. So I knew a lot of the time, if I just could get them the ball, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I can get them the ball, we're probably going to be all right here. So, and that was it. And I just thought like, and it's never a case of wanting to impress people or like on the sideline or impress the opposition. Like, I don't give a fuck. I've never gave a fuck who I was playing against. 
because I just knew for a fact that no matter, say you're way more talented than me, I promise you I'm going to work harder than you. That's all I can ever tell you. Like, I'm not the smartest fucker alive. No. Again, put those socks back on. All right? <laughs> but I'm not scared to wake up at like silly o'clock every morning and get a head start on everyone and work harder because I need more hours in the day than a genius does. So that's all I've ever done is just try and move like so move my reason of I was scared to let the boys down I, I couldn't let them down and I just move that now to training wise of I know why I'm doing this I know why every set I do every rep I do I know exactly why I'm doing it mm-hmm. I guess you get that extra extrinsic and intrinsic factor as well where you sometimes with your hit training you'll do a certain workout and it's timed mm-hmm. or it's got to have a certain weight so you can better what you were before yeah. so you can always you can still compete but you're just competing with yourself now yeah almost like what I'd it's imagine just, it's just moving the goalposts yeah like that's what, all it is you, Usain Bolt must have done that a lot because he wasn't competing with anyone else for a long time yeah but like when he was it when he broke his world record was it twice on the belt yeah three times broke. he's competing against himself yeah he didn't give a fuck who was standing next to him because he knew they weren't going to touch him yeah but he knew at the end of or end of the 100 metres there's a time already written there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm running against. You can find it anyway. You can find motivation anyway. But it has to link to you. It has to help you. Like, if it doesn't help you, like, don't get me wrong, like, on the work page, every now and again, I do, like, a motivational Monday. That won't change anyone's life. Nine times out of ten, people would read that and be like, that's a nice quote. They're probably having their morning shit. Like, honestly, it won't change one thing they do that day. But I normally put it up there if it's helped me, like, or if I like it. I honestly don't think that one quote would change anyone. I'm not one of those people that would be like, oh, if I post this, that's about a thousand people. They've got a better life now. It's not that general. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be specific. You've got to want it for you. I guess the same as anything. You're not going to bother. You can't You can't give a shit if you don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, you, like, until, like it sounds stupid, but... So you value yourself. Like you have to value your own goals. Like why why are you doing anything? Yeah. And if you can't answer the first question, yeah. I'm not saying don't bother. I'm telling you now, you ain't gonna be able to fucking do it. Yeah. You know, you might you might get a little bit of the way. And yeah, doing something like, is better than nothing. And then but you see people on the other hand of it where they spend this whole time trying to tell people what they're gonna do and prove to everybody else and make everybody else believe that they're gonna be able to do this, I'm gonna do this, blah blah blah. But they haven't even convinced the fucking self. Like they haven't even like. If you honestly believe you can do something, you don't need to tell one other person, mm-hmm. because you're just going to go and do it. Very good point. Work hard in the dark so you can shine in the light. That's a famous quote. Is it? I cannot remember now who said it. Well, it's about it's about doing the work when no one can see you, because then when people do see you, you've done all the hard work. You can show it off. Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's like yeah. It's true, because if you're honestly passionate about something, why do you give a fuck if someone's watching? Exactly. Like, you don't. I like, when I'm training, I couldn't, like, when I'm training, like, when gyms were normal gyms, I honestly couldn't tell you how many people were in the gym. Half time, I couldn't tell you what I was picking up. All I knew if I could pick it up or not. And sometimes it fucking hurt. Sometimes <laughs> a little bit of poo came in the pants. <laughs> and then after the set, you have a look, write it down and be like, oh, that's why. Yeah. But it was the same when I played sport. I couldn't tell you I would, I would perform the exact same on, I don't know, 
like Sunday morning football as a kid with a random bloke who's drunk with a dog he just found because we grew up in Essex. It was never their dog. No. Because they never had a lead. Like, so you knew it wasn't their dog. And when they were shouting, hey, dog. <laughs> Come here, dog. Doggo. <laughs> Doggy. Um, I would perform the exact same there as I would in the stadium. Yeah. Like, full of fans. Like, where I am does not change my mindset of how I'm going to perform something. So, yeah. just. And Timmy, are you even training at the moment? You should reply to this question. All you've actually done, you've gone for a couple of runs and then you've asked me about poo problems. <laughs> and after our first episode, you said about trying something new and got Sam to take a picture of you covered in bands. So if you could update us with your progress, that'd be great. We all want to hear it. We all want to hear it. Everyone. It also really actually goes well with a question that um, tell James Terry asked. Um, oh boy. So I'll throw that in as well, um, which was kind of... Uh, let me find it. Uh, what made you both want to get in shape? Um, he's known as... Well, I'll, I'll read the question properly. Known you both for a long time, and we're all pretty active growing up. But when and what made you want to start taking the gym more seriously? Um, he always finds people's answers interesting. So, essentially, what what made you go from working out for, for yourself, like rugby, for me running and stuff, what made you want to change that to working out for working out, for being fit's sake? I'm guessing is what he's meaning there. Um, I'm guessing part of it would probably be, be around being a personal trainer for yourself. Like, you can't be yeah, out like, of shape. Yeah, it's handy to be in shape as a PT. Yeah. Like, it's not the be-all and end-all. Yeah. But it's handy. For me personally, it's more of a... Going to the gym stops me being the other person that I could be. Obviously, always working in pubs. The fun person. The fun person, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Bleach. Being boring <laughs> helps me. <laughs> um, but no, I'm very much a all-in kind of person and if I'm not going to the gym then I am the kind of person that just drinks every day um, to excess too much essentially so going to the gym gives me that anchor I guess of staying grounded I don't want to ruin the next day or the next week or the next month's worth of training sessions or even if even if it's just staying sober for a week um, which as a lot of you will know, yeah, this podcast is helping a lot. Um, well, it's not the best. You're doing all right. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I've got plans, big plans. Well, I just can't win a poll. Poll. Funny, right? <laughs> uh, before for me, I guess it's just like if I was gonna, if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it as best as I can. Um, so obviously even before I was a PT I was taking the gym fairly serious I was always I was fairly lax on the diet but who isn't to start with and then obviously the more and more I was training and then obviously with the job the more and more you learn about it you start thinking well why am I not doing this to help this and it's just enjoyment for me I'm one of those weird people that actually just enjoy it I, I don't I quite enjoy hurting. I quite enjoy like the pain of it. I, I I enjoy the struggle to get somewhere more than when you're there. 
I've actually got more of a problem when I get somewhere. I never enjoy something, like, no matter what I've won or achieved in my life. I've never been like, I don't think I've ever enjoyed it enough. I don't think I've celebrated it enough. I just sat there and thought, right, what next? Which is fucking stupid, really. But yeah, I've always enjoyed the struggle, like the work you put into something more than the end product. Yeah. So like I bet there's been a time when you've had a goal, I don't know, from training from start to get a hundred kilo bench, for example. You get it. You don't sit there and think, fuck me, I've done it. Yes. I've also said, right, how do I get to 110, 120? Yeah, it's not heavy enough. That's all I think. It's not heavy enough. There's more. You've got more. Yeah. There's more more. plates on the gym that I haven't picked up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. No, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I guess obviously, as Tell said, like where we're as active younger, like we always have, like even Tell, all of us played sport together. Like even at primary school, all of us. Was it like, like, Remember Bonner? Like, he was a, a freak. Like, there's no sport that kid couldn't play. Like, he was unbelievable. He was And, like, all annoying. of us were the same. Like, every sport, we do all played every single sport or done every single activity. Like, we was all the same. Yeah, I think we were really lucky as well. Kind of having yeah, that we, kind of yeah, friend we, group yeah, that all We had a friend group that was really active. Yeah. And, like, if you, like, it sounds stupid, but if you couldn't play sport or hold your own, you didn't really fit in. So, it kind yeah. of went from, it's just like the bottleneck theory, isn't it? Like, when we were younger, we had loads of time and our body was willing. And then the further you go down, there's less and less I'm capable of doing now. Like, if I tried to play rugby now, Jesus Christ. I, well, I played in a Vets game, didn't I? Yeah. Um, Two years ago, which I shouldn't have been allowed to play in. I couldn't walk for two days. I got smoked by a 65-year-old. Like, honestly smoked. <laughs> like, sat the fuck down. It was... I looked up to him. Well, I had to at one point when he like, knocked me down. <laughs> But after the game, I still looked up to him. I was like, "Fair play." Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I can't really think of the exact time when it happened. No, I, don't, I, don't, I think it's just a transition more than a, like that light bulb moment. Yeah, I think I missed it because I obviously went from doing a lot to getting injured and then doing nothing for two years. Tried to get back into rugby, couldn't because of my knee, and then just went down a slippery slope doing nothing for five years before it got to that point yeah yeah alright should we just take on the last topic yeah why not uh, this one's come from Harrison whose birthday is today actually oh happy 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 birthday big guy um, he also uses the term folk which I fucking love does dirty bulk have any use for us high metabolism folk Dirty bulking. Dirty bulking. There is a... There's a trigger word. So, dirty bulking, I'm guessing you're talking about just eating whatever it is that you want. Um, Some people, like you would have known people when you were younger, um, would have definitely had that opportunity. They would have eaten whatever they wanted and still stayed in shape. Um, However, dirty bulking isn't necessarily about what you're eating. It's more about that calorie balance. So let's say that you were... So in, in, to bulk, essentially, what you need to do is... Well, we, we're, we're assuming that most people, when they talk about bulking, they're talking about gaining muscle. Um, dirty bulking is essentially gaining muscle and also not being too bothered about how much fat you gain with it. Um, the way of doing that is just eat as many calories as you can whilst also working out and getting your protein in. Um, 
when I think a lot of people think about it as in eating whatever it is that you want and that can include pizzas for breakfast and Chinese, McDonald's, absolutely everything you want. Um, but if you were eating that and only being 200 calorie surplus, that's not really a dirty bulk because you're not going to put on that much size with it. So personally, I don't like either option. I think if you're going to be eating in a calorie surplus, I think you still need to be making sure you're eating healthy maybe 80% of the time, 90% of the time. Yes, you've got a lot more um, freedom with a little bit because most of the time the foods that you're craving are higher calorie, higher fat foods. So, but I, I personally wouldn't advise anyone to dirty bulk. For people that are, like you say, higher metabolism, you're just eating more. You don't necessarily have to be yeah, dirty Yeah, well, there's a difference, isn't there? Like, people call it a dirty bulk, but there's putting on size and eating shit. That's actually all it comes down to. Yeah. Like, if, like, so Harrison, for example, saying he's got a high metabolism, so he's going to burn fat a lot faster than most people and he finds it tough to put on weight. Yeah. Okay. So for him, put on size, his calories would have to be higher. Like as you said, to be in a surplus is a thousand plus. Yeah. A thousand for him on top of what he needs to maintain, if his metabolism is this high, won't touch the sides. Yeah. So he would have to go higher. Obviously, again, we can't give you an exact answer until we know, if, like if Harrison sent in his height, weight and all this bollocks everything we need, yeah, we can tell you exactly how much you need to eat. Yeah. But, it's not so much. If anything fits your calories, there's no dirty about it. There's no cheat about it. Yeah. These are words that need to be banned as yep. far as I'm concerned. Food is food. It's like anything. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't label it when it doesn't have to be labeled. So Harrison Wood, for example, if he is high metabolism, needs to eat a lot of fucking food to put on yeah. size. So it's not a dirty bulk. It's just eating what you can to get the food in. Um, have you seen Eddie Hall's documentary? Yeah. Have you seen his shop? It's ridiculous. Like his last meal of the day, it's a tub of Ben and Jerry's and two Chicago town pizzas. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying fucking do it, you idiots. This is when he was training for Strongman, just before he won it, okay? Yeah. So he needed, I think it was, was it 10,000 calories a day or so? Like it was just under, but yeah, it was nick close to that. So the only way he could hit that in the hours he's awake and mm -hmm. in his meals was to have something that high calorie by the yeah. end of it. Uh, Michael Phelps, 14,000 calories, 14, calories a day just to maintain his weight. Just to maintain. But this is all relevant to the amount these guys burn. But yeah. they are elite of the elite. They're the top of the top. If I had done Eddie Hall's diet for one day, be sick. One, yeah, I'd puke that day. The next two days, I'm not getting far away from the toilet. Yeah, I, it would do definitely nothing. not having a it good workout. It would do nothing for me because I'm not his size. I'm not his strength. I don't burn the calories he burns during a workout. Yeah. So as for a dirty bulk, if you are bulking, you should work out the numbers you need to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you smash those calories every single day and I promise you if you're bulking you're eating a lot more food than your body needs so when people are like oh yeah I'll just live on pizza you won't crave shit food no it's basically flipping the world on its head 
Because when you're going low carb and starving yourself and trying to get shredded, you crave every kind of dirt, like dirty or cheat or whatever fucking stupid term people use. But sugary foods, fast yeah. foods, yep. you you crave the stuff that you can't have. Yeah. So when you're filling yourself and you're full the whole time, surprisingly enough, you're not that keen for another pizza. You're not that keen for like milkshakes for breakfast mm-hmm. because you're full. You just have to stick to that plan. And what people do wrong when they bulk normally is they don't slowly increase the work up to a certain amount of calories. So they yeah. go from a small amount and be like, I want to bulk, I want to get massive. And they go from like 2,000 calories a day and try and do 6,000 calories a day. It's not happening. You won't be able to keep that up. You'll be able to do it for one day, maybe two days. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to go Sainsbury's, buy a lot of toilet paper. You're going to be in pieces. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think I think the main thing is that dirty bulking, no matter what your maintenance or your TDE calorie needs are, dirty bulking means you're going to put on. Yes, you'll put on a lot of muscle. There's a lot certain, of what you want, but numbers be a, you can't. Yeah, there'll be a lot can't of fat hit with it without eating these so-called bad foods. Yeah. Yeah. However, like we said, Eddie Hall, if he's TDE is 8,000 calories and he's eating 8,500 calories a day. That's not a dirty bulk, but he needs those pizzas and that ice cream mm. to get them in. However, let's say... Let's say Harris, you try and tell that geezer is wrong, broke deadlift record, one strongest man, and now he's shredded again. Yeah. But you talk <laughs> to other people that might... They might need 2,000 calories a day for their um, their maintenance, but they're having 3,000 calories a day. That's now 1,000 calories over every day. That's a lot more than what Eddie Hoy is. But yet, yeah. to get 3,000 so, yeah. calories a day, you don't need to eat that. That's that's one pizza. For me personally, like, I carb cycle. So for me to start bulking, I don't even like the term bulking, to be fair. Gaining. If I just want to put on a little bit of size, I don't even have to change. And I actually have to bring down my high days. And all I have to do is increase my low days and then continuously eat the same number. So it's mainly consistency. It's not so much a case of I'm going to eat shitloads this day. That isn't going to get you anywhere in the long run. So what you actually need to do is, as always, work out how many calories you should take on. You then work to your goal. And then you have to be consistent in that calorie intake. And that is it. So as for a dirty bulk, if you're going that big, sure, enjoy pizzas, enjoy whatever you want do what you need to do because if they're hitting inside your calorie intake it's not dirty yeah you're doing what you need to do to put some size on mm-hmm. good I hope we answered that I feel like we went off a bit on things that weren't 100% what the question was or the topic was but yeah. I had butted the microphone twice during it as well because you're lad that's why just an angry man just angry man Okay, so uh, I think it's time for Banger of the Week. Um, no fucking point. Last week, um, I won again. Um, again, it's not by a lot. It's close. Again, again, it's shaping up to be the worst playlist you've ever heard before in your life. Best playlist ever. It's going to be literally um, a twat and a guitar for fucking 10 songs. That's all you need. Ragged Man wasn't a twat and a guitar. It's, I bet there's a guitar in it somewhere. Probably. You still haven't even listened to the song, have you? I'm li- Rag and I- Bone Man. Yes, I have. I've, I was listening I'm, to it earlier. I'm on strike. I even sang a bit of it. Oh. The um, 
the candy t-shirts uh, in prep. <laughs> Don't worry about it. What was your song this this uh, last week? Joe and Pos Pos Poos Poos Papoos Papoos Couscous. Oh, okay, did you even listen to the song? Your song? Yeah, I listened to it. Did you not? No. All right. When you go home tonight, listen to it. I've listened to it before. And then text me once if you don't think it's a banger. Because it is. And then I'm my not saying it's not a banger. Not I'm saying it's a good, I, I think it's a good song. It's a great song. It's just honestly, not as good. Like, I, I worry about the general public. I generally don't like anyone that votes against me. Like Earlier we spoke about needing to win. Like What fucks me off most with this is Jimmy doesn't even fucking check. He doesn't look at the polls at one point. He doesn't care. I care. You don't care. I care. I had to tell you today who won what won. Because it was so close. Because you looked two days ago or something. You don't care. I care. You don't. All right. And I generally, it hurts me when I lose. And it <laughs> like legit hurts me. All right. This is going to go one of two ways because everyone's going to vote against me now because they think it'll annoy me. But the joke's on you lot because I'll just stop. To, I will do. If I lose four bangers of the week on the bounce. I will do like a, I will do a silence during the, the podcast. So episode five, you're not going to peep. You know what you got to do, people. <laughs> episode four, I'll insult the shit out of all of you. <laughs> and then you don't even want to hear what we're going to say in six. <laughs> so what's your banger of the week this week? Doesn't matter, mate. No one votes for it. I'm not, actually, I'm not <laughs> even going to play it. I'm not going to tell you. Just look on the Instagram page and don't vote for it. Tossers. <coughs> Just do yours. They vote for yours. I'm not. I, I feel like I don't want to tell people now. Oh, Jimmy li- listens to great music. I, I'll tell you what. I want to play the whole song. Of what? Of my banger of the week. This week? Yeah. Okay. I want to play the whole song. All right. So I think that's what I'm doing wrong. I'm not playing enough. That's it. So my banger of the week. This has gone 180, hasn't it? <laughs> I'm not doing it at all on Soul Kids yeah. and now I'm playing the whole song. Uh, John Legend, Good Night.
I stopped Jimmy's about to kill me. <laughs> Fuck. That's absolutely banging though, isn't it? Uh, it's one of his better ones. Well, I saying that. It's not as good as his Okay, best. so if if I don't win on this one, yep. my song next week, if I don't win this time, mm-hmm. will be Cliff Richard, Millennium Prayer, and I will play the whole fucking thing. I think people want to hear that, though. Fucking idiots. Um... Feels like a massive anti-climax now, but I'm gonna guess it's a band. Yep. At least two of the band have got long hair. Depends when you're listening to them. Well, I'm gonna listen to them now. Mm, this song. Is it like one of your one? Is it rock band basically? Is it the exact same music you only listen to? This is kind of. Alright, we'll get on with it. No one's going to care. Uh, first album in forever. Kings of Leon. This is called The Bandit. It's not even their best song, you idiot! Who's going to do Sex on Fire? Glenn is loving this, by the way. Stop dancing, you look weird. This is shit. At least play one of their good ones. It's better. But I'm not going to play the good bit. Because I want you to win. You don't want me to win. Because I don't want Cliff Richard next week. I don't, definitely don't want to listen to the whole oh, fucking thing. Oh, I mean, it like 17 oh, minutes long or some <laughs> shit like that. Savage. Right. So, people, if you could please vote for Glenn's um, John Legend song, um, that would be fantastic. It would stop him moaning. Um, you want uh, we got to do a poll as well between us. Oh. I, I what have we disagreed no on during the episode? I haven't been paying much attention, mate, to be fair. The songs. But we've already got a poll on that. Um, I don't know. We need the poll. We, we need, need the poll, poll because we need this tattoo. It's already booked in. I spoke to my tattoo guy. Tech, you legend. Yeah. When you seeing him? <laughs> All right, cocky. <laughs> I, did, I did book it in for 10 weeks, for sure. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. We need one. Should we let people ask him? Send in what their poll should be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this week, you guys send in, like, a one-on-one. So, like, who you think would be, I don't know, better at something or who would win in something. Yeah. Mud wrestling. Something like that. Yeah. Something that wouldn't be clearly obvious. Like, rugby, Glenn's going to win. Um. Everything uh, else Glenn's going to win. You got it. To be fair, it's a... Making peanut butter sandwiches before the podcast. Uh, I win. You used fins, but you used those fins. That's like, wait, what's your central, mister? I hate fans. Um, I hate what? Fin and L. I love fins. It's like they've got loads of crust. Mm. Yeah, so it, oh, we will put something up. Well, what we were calling this 
whatever day this is, Friday. Yep. Go so on Monday. Let's do Sunday. a poll tomorrow. Be and we'll ask you what the poll will be. This is all pointless because the poll will already be up and there'll be answers. But this is how me and Jimmy brainstorm. Mm. It is like watching Essentially you're just gonna get you to do everything, listeners. Yeah. We're not doing this because we're got loads to talk about no so yeah we will give you a poll idea and you guys run with it and we get that up on the Wednesday Mm -hmm. vote for me let me win because otherwise I've got to do three shots at the start of next week and I've already done enough rants cool see you later bye